Hi everyone, I'm Carla. And I'm Lanes. And together, we're the After Deck. We chat about the latest Below Deck episodes each week. Let's dive in, Lanes. Can't wait. Hi, Lanes. Hi, Carla. This is really exciting because we're on location. (laughs) We're coming live from Rainbow Beach, Queensland. Currently recording in the back of a ute. (laughs) Which is very Aussie. The only place we could find decent... um, Sound? Yeah. So we're on holiday and we are bringing to you the final episode of Below Deck Down Under Season 2 Episode 18. Let's dive in. It's exciting. Go. We start off in the galley. Captain Jason and Serena are talking about the teppanyaki night that the guests have asked for. Because she's just stormed off up the stairs and he's just stormed off. Off the Richter scale, he says. Yes, to catch her. He talks to her well in the kitchen, though. He has a way with her where he is firm, but he's fair with how he's talking to her. Like, he's just saying, you know, this is what the guests want. This is our job. Like, he kind of brings her down from her peaking state. And you can tell by his demeanour, he's not going to change his mind. There is no way she's getting out of doing this onion stack. And then she explains to him that I think the reason why she was going off is that in her head all day she had planned it to have Culver do Keith Stone. Yes. And that was giving her comfort. Yes. And And he took that off her. And so she's like, fuck, now I've got to be doing this by myself and I get incredible stage fright. Yes. And when you see the galley, did you see how organised she was? Mm -hmm. Everything is prepped and laid out. And then she says, you know, well, look, I have been watching videos and stuff. She's actually perfectly sorted. But did you see when she said, oh, you know, I've been watching videos and then Captain Chase, oh, you're all over it then, mate. It was almost, it was like, oh, conversation done. Yeah, that's it. But then, bless his little cotton socks, he goes and gets a pan throws it on the stove, chucks in the onions, lights it. Yep. He's like, see, if I can do it, you can do it. And he also says, if I can wear budgie smugglers and serve breakfast to guests in three charters ago, you can do this. Absolutely. <laughs> and then I like just how at the last minute, after the conversation's winding up, she's like, okay, yeah, just got to do it. He goes, oh, And you know you've got to do that prawn thing, right? Like chop up them prawns and then flick it and then they've got to catch it with their mouths. It's just like she's (laughs) She's like, (laughs) We move on then to Jamie and Culver in the kitchen. He gives her another shell because he's like, you can never get to go to the beach. And the shell, she looks at this shell and she's like, oh, have you got me another shell? And he's like, yeah. And then she's like, it's broken. She's not impressed. The symbolism. She's not impressed with anything that he's doing. And then he turns around to her and says, you're being a dick. And Margot is like, oh, my God. He gets you a shell and you just make fun of him. Yeah, Yeah, she's like, it's not good enough. It's broken. What's the point? Which is really just a big old symbol about their relationship, isn't it? Yes. It's broken. What's the point? (laughs) <laughs> so the guests are getting ready for dinner and um, the lady, I can't remember her name, who had her dress melted. 
mm. decides she's going to wear the dress. She's still going to wear it. I'm sure she would have many options. Yeah. But she's choosing to wear the dress. She is. While we're doing this, my son is scootering in the driveway <laughs> and he just keeps coming to the window. So if I sound like distracted, it's because I am. She wears it to dinner. It's a stunning dress. And I don't know which guy it is, but he says, nice iron print. Mm. It's like, was that necessary? Because everyone else was saying, you look gorgeous, you look gorgeous. And they were, everyone was saying, you know, everyone looks really lovely. And then he says that. Yeah. Margot makes them drinks and she does a really good job. And Aisha is saying, you know, to camera that she was like a stew caterpillar. (laughs) That was so cute. (laughs) And now she's a service butterfly. Correct. Yes. And she's fly, Margot, fly. Yes. She's doing really well and Aisha's proud. The drinks are good. Oh, I could have one of those espresso martinis right now. Okay. So then they go and sit down around the table for the teppanyaki. Yes. Now, Chef comes up, like the grill plates are set up at the table. The table looks good. The yeah. decorations the table look looks good great. again. And Chef comes up. She looks nervous, uncomfortable, ready to spew. Yeah. She looks a bit like a deer in headlights, but not – she's just uncomfortable. She's you can just tell. trying to yeah. cover the uncomfortableness by – because there's one guest in particular who's really – Into it. Chatty. Yeah. And he keeps saying, you excited about tonight, you know, and she's like, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, can't wait. <laughs> it's just my favourite thing to do. So they're trying to pump Serena up. I think she does the right thing by saying, look, I've never done it before. It's the first time for me. And they're like, great, we can help you through it. So they're being really supportive. Mm-hmm. And she puts on the one grill. She's got these two George Foreman grills in front of the table. And that's when, what's his name? Yeah, the guy, that the guest that keeps talking and talking and talking. He then says, oh, I had one of them in college. Like, oh, cute. Look at your little grill. I would, I, a George Foreman grill in college would have been, I wouldn't have even known what it was. No. I was just happy with a toaster and bread. Yeah, well, I didn't even go to college. <laughs> <laughs> so they all sit down and she's cooking the vegetables and stuff. It's not really teppanyaki. She's basically just doing a grill in front of them. The two things she does that are teppanyaki are she does the onion stack. It's a bit of a fizzle, the mm. onion volcano. Mm. <laughs> kind of, it lights a little bit and then it falls over. Yeah. And the other thing is the prawns. Yes. She's placed them on her little flipper and she's throwing them mm-hmm. into their mouths. And I thought that was good. That was a good Alternative compromise. way of doing it. Yes. Yeah. Old mate who talks a lot was like, do it to me, do it to me. She literally almost pegs this prawn at his face. And it was hot. Yeah. He's like, oh, God. I'm like sucked in. So then old mate sitting on the corner of the table Ross starts talking about the eggs. He's like, oh, can I do an egg? Serena's like, by all means. Got no idea what you're going to do with it, but come on in. Yeah. He picks up an egg. As every other charter guest is saying, Ross, no, Ross, no, Ross, 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 no. And he bites it. He bites into a raw egg. Yes. And then he's confused about why it's not a boiled egg. <laughs> He's like, oh, I thought it was a boiled egg. He was really confused. <laughs> when he sits back down, his wife or girlfriend or whoever she is beside him gives the filthiest look. And she does a, a small sort of head shake and she's like, you're done. <laughs> <laughs> K 
cut him off. <laughs> cut him off. Oh, speaking of. Yes, there's someone else who hasn't made it to the table. She's been cut off. She's in bed. She was the one who was gargling a shot yes. earlier. And um, some of the other guests are like, oh, where's so-and-so? We don't know any of their names. <laughs> and the husband's like. You know, he, he puts his hand up to his neck going, yeah, basically, nah, she's out. She's cut off and yeah. she's done. Yeah, she's sleeping. She's unconscious. She's out. <laughs> Don't worry about her. We cut to Culver and Joao having a quick chat in the galley about whether Culver's had a message from the captain about his new job. And Culver's like, yeah, 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 I've, I've you know, I'm in, I'm in. He said, he's basically said, I got it. And Joao's like, you might have it, but any captain that takes on a couple is taking on a big risk. And he says then, look what happened with him and Serena. Two days in. Mm. So I think we'll see at the end of this episode a splitsville. I don't think Jamie's getting on that boat. I don't think she even wants to. Agree. Then we jump back up to the teppanyaki and who comes out? Captain Jason. He's always loitering, having a look, making mm. sure everything's done. And he joins in. They put him down at the seat, and so Serena pegs a prawn at him. <laughs> pegs a prawn at his face. And he caught it. Catches the prawn. You were immediately like, oh, my God, he caught it. And I was like, yeah, I wonder how many takes they did. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, just not that cynical. <laughs> it was a perfect deep throat prawn, wasn't it? Oh. Straight down his gullet. Yes. <laughs> Didn't miss a mark. Didn't even touch the sides. No. So he did well, and I think that that ended the dinner well for them. Yes. It that was a, someone finally caught some food. Yes. It was a good ending to a, a fun dinner. I was thinking mediocre. Well, <laughs> I did struggle to reach for a word to describe it. <laughs> and then what happens is they go to bed pretty early. It's 11.35 p.m. But did you see how much cleaning up that the deck crew had to do after that dinner? They were they nearly used a whole can on that deck. Oh, it was just covered. Yeah, Culver went down and left Luca to finish up. So he then had to do the scrubbing, the watering, the mopping, all that sort of stuff. Um, and he's in bed at like quarter past two in the morning. Long day for him. Yeah, long day. They're up at about 8.15. Final day, final charter. So they haul anchor and they're heading back to Cairns Marina um, for their final docking. Oh, God, that must feel good. Luca um, and Jamie seem to be talking a little a little bit more. Um, oh, there's definitely sexual tension. Yeah. So she comes down the stairs and Luca's there and she's like, I haven't seen you all day. And, you know, he says the same. They have a big hug. And they talk about both being in the med, right? Yes. So he's going to the med, she's going to the med, and she's like, well, I guess I'll see you there. And I'm like, I don't – we know that Luca is on with Captain Sandy in the next season of Below Deck. we do know that. So Luca is going to be on that show. What a plot twist if (laughs) Jamie turns up on med. I know. Aisha and Jamie and Luca, that would be awesome. That would be really good. Yes. Okay. I'm excited about that. That's happening next week, people. Mm-hmm. Med. <laughs> We're going to put a photo of our setup on Insta so you guys can see the effort we went to to get make this happen.
If you'd like to come on over and join our Patreon community, we're at www.patreon.com forward slash the aft deck or click on the link in our show notes. There you'll receive ad-free early release episodes, a bonus weekly episode called The Wrap Up, where we deep dive into the show, the crew and the socials. And don't forget, Lanes, all the things we want to say on the main show, but don't for various reasons. (laughs) (laughs) There's two tiers starting at $2 US per month, ending at $5 US per month. Come on over. We have lots of fun. We'd love to see you there. It's hot in here. It is hot. (laughs) They farewell the guests. And Captain Jason gives the guest a check for her dress to say, this is to cover your dress. Yes. And she slips it surreptitiously into her purse. Her Chloe bag. And she says, I didn't want it to affect her tip. Mm. Mm. But they all had a great time. There's all lots of hugs and happiness. And they leave uh, the envelope with Captain Jason. 17,000 US. Yes. 1,400 each. Yes. Happy with that. They're all running around on the boat. <laughs> Screaming. Like year one kids at lunchtime. Like ripping off their shirts and doing the woohoo. They are just having so much fun. They start to get ready for their evening out and Jamie's outfit. Oh, my. She looks stunning. But for me, I was almost like, wait, has she got that on backwards? <laughs> because the back is like a boob tube and the front is like not much material. Lots of, not many people could wear that and pull it off. She looks amazing. She does. And she gets a couple of comments. Like even Harry's like, oh, you've waited for the last dinner. You know, you pulled out all the stops. I mean, how could you not compliment that outfit? Yeah, and she doesn't want to wear the helmet. No, she got the helmet for burning the dress. I reckon the helmet's going to look great with the, that pantsuit. <laughs> well, she's, she's got to wear it because it's, it. it's the thing. And Captain Jason takes them out for their final meal. So Culver gets away with the whole season of never paying oh, for a meal. Oh, he does. Yeah. So they go to dinner. What's oh, it called? Flaming Forest. <laughs> the Forest Flame? Flame up the forest. (laughs) (laughs) So they're in the forest. But the entrance, how they get in there. So it's like all dark and there's just these gorgeous lights everywhere and this man lights this path and it just lights up in flames in front of them on the side. Yeah. And they're all like, where are we? Like, this is amazing. And Captain Jason had organised all of this and this was his idea to take them to this really special dinner for their last night and appreciated their hard work this season. Really unique experience. Mm. <laughs> Surrounded by flames. I mean, it looked divine. And then all of a sudden we have... An Indigenous guy with a didgeridoo. Coming around the corner. Yes. Now, if you don't know about how hard it is to play a didgeridoo, it is ridiculously hard. So they're emitting sound from their mouth and breathing in without taking a breath. It's incredible. It's so hard. 
And he does such a good job. And like, I love it. He's really good. He's really good. It was amazing. That probably for a lot of them is the first time they've ever seen a live performance of a didgeridoo or maybe even heard. Yeah, I agree because their reaction kind of shows us that it, they were just oh overwhelmed with yes. what they just heard. And that, one of them even says, I've never heard a, a sound like that before. Yes, it's very deep. Guttural. I just got a flashback to a time where I had like a didgeridoo healing. Oh. Where someone plays the didgeridoo. You know how you can do chakra healings? Yes. Imagine the vibration of a didgeridoo going over your heart chakra. Oh, wow. Just shake all that shit loose. Did you feel different after it? Yeah, I felt like high as a kite. I want one. (laughs) Anyway, so they have this amazing performance. Everyone is really loving Captain Jason. They're like, oh, my God, you're the best captain ever. And a couple of things happen at the table. Not a lot, but we can just see Joao starting to pick at Culver again. Not the time nor the place. Mm. He starts by giving him a compliment about um, the choreography night and then he's like, but if we could just get that initiative happening. Even Captain's got a look on his face of like, why? This is not necessary now. We're done. You're not even his boss anymore. Like, stop it. Yeah. The kangaroo meat comes out to the table. Yes. And... Jamie comments to him that, oh, you're really going to like this because it's a really lean meat and high in iron, so it's really good for you. And Joao says, you're really intelligent. How are you two going to last? How are you two going to get on? Yeah. Like most things just go over Culver's head anyway. Yeah. Like that's mean. It is mean and it's been said before. What happens next, Lanes? So they have their dinner. Captain Jason says goodbye. Yeah, he leaves at 9.30. He's like, I'm going to leave you to it. Enjoy the rest of your night. And they're like, no, stay. And he's like, no. He tells them to drink more water. Yes, your body will thank you for it later. Yes. And I clocked uh, with Joao, his kind of attitude. I was like, okay, Jezzy is definitely coming out tonight. And so did Aisha. You could see on her face she was like, "Uh uh-huh. Yep, this is the man I... No. I'm I've been waiting with. for it. I can see it coming. Yeah. Serena comments on on it in the van as well. She's like, what's with you tonight? Like yeah. you're not the same as you've been all season. You've been like an angel all season and now you're the guy that I knew two years ago or whatever. And he gets offended at that. Yes. But he is acting differently. He is different. And do you know what? Full circle. She called him fake, and I thought that was harsh in that dinner. Mm. But if it's true, and this is really who he leans into, his alter ego, this nastiness, she was right. Yeah. Was I think f- he's proving her right. Was he faking it all season? I don't think you can all season. I think that he's just been really hurt by her, and so he's like, I'll go out with a bang. So they get in the vans. Who's in the girl van? Luca. Oh my god! And then Culver's like, "I thought we were. I thought it was a girl's van and a boy's van, but Luca's in there." Yeah, I think Luca's like, "Tonight's my night with Jamie. Yeah. Like, and we, we might not see each other again. So if it's going to happen, it's going to be tonight." So he's really making sure that he's close to Jamie tonight. And I've just noticed he's got a beautiful pineapple shirt on. 
I love very a, Queensland. I love a pineapple shirt. And they text in the car. Oh, yes. Front seat, back seat, and they're texting each other about the photo that she's posted to her Instagram. Yes. And then um, they get out for drinkies. Yeah. Where'd they go? Can't remember. Gilligan's. It, we've <laughs> now reached, I think, 40 degrees Celsius in the ute. Oh. So we need to pause and let some air in. Yeah. Back in please. a minute. So we've cooled the temperature down by about 10 degrees. <laughs> <laughs> and they are. At Gilligan's, drinking. drinking up a storm. There's so much drinking. And quite a bit happens in a short space of time. Yes. What, what do we talk about first? Oh. Joao. Let's talk about Joao. He's escalating. Margot is blind. They're just like in the middle of the walkway and Joao kind of, Joao kind of says to her, can I get a kiss? completely out of left field. Margot stands there with her hands in the air. She doesn't say yes. She doesn't say no. I feel like she doesn't want to, but she she is quite drunk mm. and she doesn't know how to say fuck off. So she just kind of stands there and he kisses her a little bit. The kiss ends. It's a very brief kiss. Yeah. And Joao says, that's all I wanted. Gross. Yeah, you don't want to kiss Margot. You don't fancy Margot. No. You are just trying to make Serena feel more like shit. Mm-hmm. That's all it is. And she sees it, Aisha sees it, and they're like, what? Serena's almost laughing to herself. And that's where I'm like, oh, my God, she's good. Serena's good. Yeah. His behaviour tonight is justification for her. Yeah. So then Margot goes over to Serena and says, sorry, he's being a fuckboy to me. Margot is upset because she feels uh, she's done the wrong thing. Then, after we have that kiss moment, weirdness, Luca asks Jamie to go to the bar or something. And she's like, I'll go to the toilet first. And he's like, okay, I'll follow you. Yeah, and they go to the bar. She says, you're so hot. And Kenny's like, what? You're so hot. And he's like, yeah, you too. Can I have a kiss? And she leans in. They just start kissing and then she's like, no, I can't. And Harry's face, his face (laughs) (laughs) was just like jaw to the floor. Yeah. Because there's been this this conversation happening all through the night about Culver and Jamie's Mm. next steps. And Culver's so confident in their relationship. He's like, you know, we'll... Whatever happens, we'll do it together kind of thing. We're on great terms. That's what he said. And he's up on the podium type, not podium, but he's up like on on, on a shelf. Yeah. <laughs> dancing. While all of this is happening, he seems to always be none the wiser. Oblivious. Yeah. And then he gets out and he's like, where's Jamie? Where's Jamie? As we get the kiss the, on camera. Yeah. And so also next to him is Joao dancing and Harry. Mm. They're doing a really subpar job at the Thunder from Down Under. Yes. Then everyone's leaving. Yeah, they get in the vans and they head back to the boat. Everyone's pretty messy. Mm. Margot comments that she just wants to go to bed because she's she's done. Yeah. And then there's some like, just get in the van. Yeah, we've got Harry, Joao, Luca and Serena in one van. And Harry, with this face on him, like cheeky, he knows something, turns around to Luca and says, you hooked up with Jamie in the club. Yeah. 
Serena's like, what? He, she's onto it. She's like, you kissed her. And Luke is a little bit like, yeah, I did. I did. <laughs> and Joelle's like, I don't know what to think. He's <laughs> too wasted to think anything about anything. <laughs> and he goes, I don't think much. I was surprised that Serena and Joelle got in the same van. Well, because remember she was just like, just get in the van. Yes. She just true. knew he was on one. He's like, yeah. just get in the van. Yeah. Okay, so they're they're back on the boat. Oh, my God. Everyone's get- had too much to drink. <laughs> People were like banging into the walls, smashing their heads against door frames. <laughs> everyone's like, I need to go to bed, need to go to bed. Then they get in, like Aisha jumps into bed, high heels and all. Yep. She's too tired tonight to even get the heels off. Joao's in his jeans and jumps into bed. Yeah. Everyone's just like smashed. But Serena gets in her comfy clothes. She's in a tracksuit. And I did enjoy how Luca and Harry were like, love you long time, mate. I know. Love you long time. (laughs) It's 7.52 a.m. and everyone wakes up. It's morning. It's time to pack up. The final morning. This is always the sad day for me. (sighs) Yeah. Mixed feelings. I think so. And for them, for sure. Yeah. Not wanting to leave, but so desperately wanting to leave. And then also regurgitating the night before. Yes. There's a lot to unpack with the night before. Yes. First of all, Serena and Joao need to unpack. Mm. And they're on the dock. He says... That he hasn't been that drunk in years. And I, I look at him and I think you're really disappointed in yourself. Yeah. And she's like, look, it was it was bad. It was just a bit too much for me. And I thought we were friends and friends don't treat each other like that. And he then tries to turn it back on her and says, like, what about you? Every time you've had a big night, you've said, you know, how bad was I? And she says, yeah, but I've never been disrespectful yeah. in the way that I felt you were to me. Yes. Do you know what I think from this conversation? No, I don't know what you think. I actually think that they have had a conversation before last night where they had agreed to meet up Mm. or to spend some time together off the boat to see if they were going to work. I agree with you. It seems like a finished conversation between them, but we didn't know what the start of it was. Yeah. And she was like, no, actually, I think I'm pretty good. And he was like, really? You're going to throw it away? And she's like, yep. I am. And we do see on Instagram after the show that Serena does do a little snippet where she explains it. And if you haven't seen it, go onto her page. Yeah, because doesn't she say they did meet up in Palmer? Mm. Mm. So they have this chat on the dock. He goes back inside. You can tell he's really, he apologises. He goes back inside. He's really apologetic to her outside, actually. He's really upset about what's happened. I mean, he probably can't even remember half of it. No, and... Not that that's an excuse. No, but he's he's crying in the hallway alone. And she says, you know, to camera, I'm done, but I'll still be his friend and help him. And he says to camera, I haven't been like this in years and it's stupid and I don't want to be that person. Mm. And then they have a cuddle. Yeah, because she comes in and sees him really upset and mm. so she's consoling him and says, he says he stayed away from that person for years and he's so gutted that it happened again. And you would be, wouldn't you? I felt really bad because <laughs> just a minute ago we were judging him for mm. 
well, it was me who said, <laughs> do you think he really was fake all that time? And you were like, no, I think he's just been really hurt. So I feel bad that I judged him, actually. <laughs> I really feel for him in this moment. And he's like, he's so upset that one night has fucked it all up. Yes. Yeah. This is the lesson. Yeah. One thing can ruin everything. And also to remember, I think for him, like, yes, he has an issue with alcohol, but he has shown that he can drink and control himself as yeah. well. So he needs to remember that his trigger is emotional alcohol drinking. Exactly. So when he feels, I don't know, slighted, shamed, hurt, emotional. Go for a run. Yeah. <laughs> Something other than that. So here's where it gets. Juicy? Yeah. Everyone piles into. I love this. Piles into Aisha's bunk. <laughs> so good. Jamie starts packing up and she's seeing that she feels so good this morning. And then Luke is just at the door and he's like, oh, you feel really good and that everything's fine. Like Jamie's really happy. I was like, why? What's going on? Like Jamie's just having a great morning. Then because she thinks no one knows. She's going to try and slide it under the radar. She is because then she says to him, I think I got into trouble with you last night. Mm-hmm. You did. So she says that to him. But then later what we see is. Aisha's in bed. Serena is in her cabin with her. Then comes in Luca with who Aisha says, I feel like you two have been eyeing each other off all season. It was bound to happen. And then Joao joins the cabin and Aisha says he was a dick last night. <laughs> he apologises. Joao's on the apology tour. Yeah. And all the others are like, it's okay because we've got this to talk about now. Yeah. And Luca says to Joao that he thinks he needs to go and confess his sins. And then who enters? Jamie. Margot's also now in the cabin. And Jamie comes in and Margot tells her, do you know that you and Luca kissed last night? Jamie's reaction here is classic. She's like chewing some toast. (laughs) She's like, what? (laughs) Me? Fuck. (laughs) And I was like, Jamie, I can see it. You're totally faking this. So much. The fuck. Now my cover's blown. That's what the fuck was for. Yeah. Um, she's like, oh, fuck. And then so they're having this, Luca and Jamie are then saying, who should tell Culver? Oh, I think I should tell him. No, I think I should tell him. Do you reckon I should tell him? Like, what? Jamie's definitely like, it's got to come from me. Yes. Which I agree with. Yes. Yes. Oh. You don't need hot pants Luca in there saying, hey, sorry, I kissed your hot girl last night. Luca. <laughs> <laughs> and you cut to Culver just, you know, innocently packing up like delusional to anything else that's gone on. He's talking to himself, <laughs> holding his clothes. Oh, fuck, I started to feel really sad for him. Jamie comes in. Mm. Babe. <laughs> Everyone's saying I made out with Luca last night. I didn't even know. Oh, babe. I mean. And he he just. Cole was like, wow, okay. Um." (laughs) That's not information I thought I'd hear as I was packing my undies. She says she's sorry and that she doesn't remember. He's gutted. 
he's looking around and he's finding all of the mementos <laughs> from their relationship <laughs> for their two-week relationship. He's like, well, I've got this shell and I've got this shell. You may as well have that. And he opens her hand and folds a dried starfish <laughs> into it, curls her hand over the starfish. <laughs> She's just like, okay. Oh, shucks. He's hurting. He is. It's 9.54. Jamie goes back into her cabin after the conversation with Culver and Margo's like, how'd it go? And Jamie just said, oh, he doesn't want to speak to me. Luca then goes into Culver to apologise for what happened. Sorry, bro. Culver, it's all good. (laughs) Oh, my God. I know it's not all good. I know Culver doesn't feel like it's all good, but he's like, it's all good. He's numb. He's like Matthew McConaughey in that moment. (laughs) All right, all right, all right. He's just like, it's all good. Margot is the first to say her goodbyes. I always hate this part of Mm. every below deck, the end, to Captain. She doesn't want to leave. What does Captain do? Offers her a job in Thailand as a third stew. I would have jumped at that. So would I. She's just so happy that that means she's done a good job in the end. Yeah. And she tells us she's not going to take it because she needs to do some work on herself first, which whatever you want to do. Yeah. He'll always be there for her. Like she could pick it back up. Yeah. He's a good captain to have. In your under your wing. Yeah. He's a good captain to have, Just to uh, have full stop. <laughs> under your belt. <laughs> I'll tuck him under my belt any day. Oh, let's get back to you business. To. <laughs> Culver calls his mum. Oh, gosh, she's got some good mum advice, hasn't she? She says, Look, I'm so sorry, because he tells her about Jamie. I'm so sorry. It's really disappointing. She also adds she could be self-sabotaging. She might not want to leave Australia, so she could just be pushing you away for that reason. Just take the high road, see if you're in sync outside of this boat bubble. And what does he do? He says he's not sure, but we see that they go ahead with that. Isn't her mum advice gold? Gold. And he actually listens and takes it. Harry is next for the goodbyes and he's over the moon to see the growth that Harry has made, Captain. Mm. There's all smiles. When Harry walks into any space, I think you just can't help but smile. He lights up a room. He's radiant. Yes. He's so funny too. His plan is to no longer chase women. He's going to go back to Sydney, put on his budgies and let the women come to him. And to that I say, after this first below deck season, I'm sure that will happen, Harry. 100%. I don't think you'll have any problems anymore. No. <laughs> it's 10.35am. Luca's next. Short and sweet. Thanks, Luca. See you in the med. Yeah. I'm looking forward to seeing more of Luca. So am I. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to get jealous because I like him and Jamie together. Jamie's trying to find where Culver is. Yeah, to ha- they have a bit of a chat. She says to Culver, look, I love and appreciate you and I hate myself more than you do for what happened. And he's like, look, I'm, you know, he's hurting, he's willing to forgive and give them another shot because he's like, bigger picture, we've got something good going on here, let's see where it goes. They hug and it's all right. Until Jamie talks to camera. Yeah. Production says, why did you leave the boat with Culver? I was like, Jamie, you should have just 
zipped that right up because what she says next is really hurtful. You've already hurt him and now you're just stabbing a wooden stake through his heart yes. and then you're pulling it out with splinters on and then you're putting back in and turning it. Yes, adding salt. So she says... She saw how much Culver was hurting, so she wanted to make him feel better. Yeah, so she's like, I know that I'm feeling really guilty and it's making me feel bad, so I'm going to go and make Culver feel better by being with him and then I'm going to snap his heart off camera. Fine, but don't say this bit on camera. She should have ripped the Band-Aid off now, but she doesn't want to look like the bad egg. Yeah, she had a very easy out just then. To say, I'm sorry. I've done the wrong thing. Mia culpa. <laughs> Let's call it a day. Que sera, sera. <laughs> but she wants to continue it on for a few more days. We've all done that. I get it. But just don't say what you said on camera because poor Culver. So the last thing we see is them leaving the boat together. And what does she say? Have you heard from Olaf yet? <laughs> I was like, Jamie, don't you even know where you're going? <laughs> and Jamie doesn't... Jamie doesn't go to Captain for a goodbye. She's the only one. They I must. mean, they must have, but mm. like. So Culver, before they left, he goes up to Captain to say goodbye and Captain's advice to him, don't build brick walls around yourself. Just keep knocking them down and keep going. Serena's next. She walks in and asks if he has the tissues. She says, I love you, don't ever leave me. <laughs> and Captain said to her, you're great to work with, let's stay in contact. I'm going to put money on it. She will be back for season three of Down Under. Oh, I hope so. She definitely will. So Serena's going on holiday and then straight back on the pony, the boat, sorry. Aisha and Serena have a big cuddle and Aisha says she's the best chef and best roommate ever. That's unheard of for a chef and a chief stew, isn't it? Yes. To have this kind of relationship. I really like, I would love to see Captain Jason, Aisha and Serena back on a boat together. Same. Chef, he says goodbye to Joao. Tells him he's a hot mess. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, I know, I know. Yeah. Joao go. goes up and says, and the captain says, you jumped on and you worked your ass off. Mm, that's right. He did really well. Stay in contact. Yeah. And um, Joao tells us that he he said, not ready for a relationship, tick the no box, <laughs> which I thought was funny. And he's going to go back, focus on his goals, his career, and he's learnt what he needed to from Captain Jason to move forward. And Aisha's next. They talk about their highlights and she says, having you as a friend and just knowing that you're always there. I I nearly had a tear, Lance. Oh, I did. <laughs> Is it any surprise? Now, he was. how funny that he was hiding from her when she first walked into the bridge I didn't to say it. goodbye. He was hiding behind and then he jumps up and she's like, I knew you were here somewhere. It's really cute. And I'm thinking, how is he going to do his contacts now? And then they do it on camera. I loved that they were together to camera and then she's trying to teach him, but it just, it literally just boings out of his eyeball. Bounces off his eye. (laughs) And then she goes to do it and pokes him out. She just literally pushes it in there and he's like, ow. <laughs> With a bit of nail. Yeah. Oh, I miss them already. Mm. Captain and her are the best together. I love it. So since filming has wrapped, 
Luca, as we know, is on below deck med. Yep. Joao has been working. He got his big boat captain's license. Yep. He bought land and he's building a home. And is he engaged or just with someone? Has a girlfriend is all I know. Okay, great. Margot is back home and is working out and keeping healthy. She's had a visit from Harry and Serena as well. Aisha's been busy with family and it looks like she may be on med, which is what we've been thinking. So we can see her soon maybe. Yeah. Not much from Jamie and Culver. Well, doesn't Apparently we've all been me. ghosted. <laughs> <laughs> and Culver did just become an uncle. I he that said that he loves this baby more than food. That is saying something. That baby is one very lucky little girl to have him as an uncle. That if- baby better watch out because he's going to eat her <laughs> when he gets hungry. <laughs> oh, and that's it, Carla. That's it. Thanks, everyone, for sticking with us and enjoying our very special Below Deck Down Under experience. We've really loved covering it. Also, it's very hot in this ute. This back of the ute situation. <laughs> oh is heating up again. We are dedicated to the cause. And um, we will see you very soon with our beloved Captain Sandy and Below Deck Med. Can't wait. Thanks for listening. See you soon. Bye. If you'd like to follow us on Insta, come over to theafdeck.pod. Or send us an email on theafdeckpod at gmail.com. We'd love to know what you think about the show and what you'd like us to cover for upcoming seasons. 